Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is the first weekend of February. Most of you out there dubbing it Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> Enough of that noise. This past weekend was NHL All-Star weekend, and that's all that really matters to us right here in the Bay Area. Los Chiborones hosted their second ever NHL All-Star game in franchise history, and boy, oh boy, was that an experience. Some of my friends were lucky enough to score themselves some tickets to actually get into the NHL All-Star game. Others were there for both the skills competition and the exhibition with the league's best. I personally took out friends, family, and my lovely lady to the NHL fanfare that was being hosted in downtown San Jose at the convention center. Man, it was awesome to be able to see Evgeny Nabokov, Dan Boyle, Jonathan Chichu, and Mike Ritchie up close and personal, having a discussion with legendary Sharks voice, Dan Rusinowski, answering questions to the fans, and of course, utilizing that Sharpie and handing out some autographs. But that wasn't everything that was offered at the fanfare that was just the tip of the iceberg it was the bonus really because that fanfare experience was like none other I mean just entering the venue and seeing the whole entire convention center exterior walls decked out in celebration of all-star weekend to actually entering the fanfare through the shark mouth. Man. Staring right at a big NHL logo. Everyone who was working there was very helpful. We didn't have to take a lot of our own pictures. I'm not a big fan of selfies anyways, but hey. It was it was definitely uh, pick worthy. They had some cool games that even my folks enjoyed. Hey, my uh, my folks actually played that shooting game where they put a washer and dryer to replicate what Sidney Crosby would do at home when he was practicing his shots. I know all you hockey fans out there already know the deal with Sidney Crosby and the way he... Uh, developed his accuracy with the puck so it was really cool to see my folks being one of the only people in there to actually score on the top outside of that they had some cool competitions that me and my friends enjoyed the stick counting competition in which you had to you know move the puck toward the laser points to uh shooting on a goaltender to slap shot competition from bridgestone there's some awesome prizes for whoever had the hardest excuse me fastest slap shot they were handing out an autographed all-star jersey I mean I can't even just list all the cool giveaways and all the cool events there but I'll do my best it definitely was um, one for all five senses to enjoy they had upper deck on site giving away custom hockey cards which I think was one of the coolest things ever my girlfriend actually got a really good pick she posted it as her Facebook profile pic, so kudos to her. Uh, I myself have 
the uh, profile picture of it's kind of like when you go to the beach and you stick your head through a hole and it's hilarious because the guys and the gals switch it up and the guy has a cartoon bikini on and the girl has the cartoon you know shorts and the surfboard and whatnot but this is the NHL so we we're able to take a picture of us looking like we're completely decked out in hockey gear pretty cool pretty cool uh, outside of that every single mascot was on site 31 NHL mascots right there including gritty including gritty and uh, you know the mascots have themselves a little game a little competition amongst it, it was just it was so awesome um, the Stanley Cup obviously was the highlight oh my goodness I've been a hockey fan for over two decades and that's the first time I've ever got my hands on the Stanley Cup. I will treasure that moment for life. Outside of Lord Stanley's, they also had all the other cool trophies that some of our own Sharks players have won. The Clarence Campbell Trophy was on site. The Art Ross Trophy. The President's Trophy. The Richard Rocket Richard, oh, excuse me, the Rocket Richard Trophy. Pardon me. Just to name a few. <laughs> it was really awesome seeing Joe Thornton's name, Jonathan Chichu's name, the Sounds of Sharks name on little plaques for these uh, trophies in the year that they won or the, in the year that they were awarded that trophy um, man that that was awesome it was so cool and just for some of y'all out there who love to be a little bit negative out there and a little bit doubtful yes it was the real deal no replica trophies were on site trust me I try to lift the Lord Stanley's cup I wanted to so bad, just raise it above my head. But, you know, the minute I put my hand and close my fingers on that bowl, I could see the eyes on me. I could see them watching me. And it was just really cool. Uh, really cool, amazing experience. And if we are lucky enough within the next, you know, decade to have the NHL All-Star Game here again, I recommend you go, you go to the fanfare. I mentioned this in the last podcast, the last time we all got together for some Tilt Talk, that the price of admission covered everything. Everything in there. Okay, I take that back. There were some games that required purchasing of like upper deck cards. Three bucks a pack. Not too bad. Plus you get to go home with some collectibles. And you needed um, a upper deck pack. Three bucks again. You use the same pack really. Uh, to take that picture, that customized uh, hockey card. But other than that, man, it was awesome. Hmm. The Sounds of the Sharks obviously enjoyed the break, the All-Star break, and they will be back in action tonight at home. So, when we return, we'll go into details on the standings and the current state of the Sharks. Once again, I'm your host, Aaron James Macias, and this is Saturday by Live.
Stewart. The month of January is being dubbed as the month of milestones by the San Jose Sharks. And boy, it sure was. The San Jose Sharks recorded a seven game win streak that lasted from January 2nd all the way through the 15th. Just a quick recap on that. They beat the Avalanche, the Lightning, the Kings, the Oilers, the Golden Knights, the Senators, and the Penguins. Within that seven game win streak, Eric Carlson recorded assists for 14 straight games, which is an NHL record. He's the fifth defenseman in history to do so. The Sharks also recorded their 1,000th victory in franchise history. Speaking of 1,000, Brent Burns was honored for his 1,000th career NHL game. And Joel Thornton was honored for his 1,000th game as a San Jose Shark. Man, if it doesn't get... If 
if you need something to get better than that in milestones, how about Tomas Hurdle, who had two hat tricks last month? The most impressive was against the Pittsburgh Penguins. When Evander Kane scored a goal with one second left in the game to tie. And Hurdle scored an overtime hat-trick goal. Which, by the way, that sequence of events is the first time until history to have occurred. The San Jose Sharks are looking strong. Very strong in January. So... The Mercury News released an article about the five things that Los Tiburones need to do to win the Pacific Division. And one of those things, one of those things is surviving this month. Starting tonight, the San Jose Sharks have 12 games in a stretch of 25 days, including two road trips that have four games each. That's crazy. We were discussing earlier in the season how the Sharks are doing back-to-back almost every other weekend. The Sharks have their work cut out for them. But it's all good. With the 29-16-7 record, sounds like Sharks have 65 points and we're in a good position a very good position to win our division. Now, we were spoiled as Sharks fans. We were winning our division left and right for years. However, if we can win a division this season, it will be the first time San Jose has done so in eight years. Ain't that something? Man. Some of the other uh, advice that the local newspaper suggests that the Sharks handle, which this one's kind of an obvious one, is you know you have to lower that goals against average. It shows that um, when the Sharks give up three goals or less, we have an impressive record of 24-2-3 and three this, uh, this season. So uh, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, not so good. Twenty-four goals scored against in a four-game stretch right before the All-Star break. So yeah, uh, we gotta definitely make sure we play some strong hockey going toward the uh, you know down the stretch, especially against teams in the West. Sounds like Sharks have 30 games left this season. And um, a little bit more than half of those games are against playoff teams. So we'll see what Los Tiburones are made of. Here's some cool news that my girlfriend actually put me on up on on game. The San Jose Public Library are introducing their first ever San Jose Sharks library card. This Monday, February 4th, everybody has been invited to visit any of the 24 public library locations in the city of San Jose 
to pick up a free Sharks card by becoming a member of the San Jose Library. If you are a current member, you can replace that card with the new design at no charge. The limited edition San Jose Public Library card is in the style of the Sharks' current stealth color scheme and theme. So pick them up while supplies last. Um, to celebrate this partnership that the library has with Los Tiburones, they'll be giving fans an opportunity to win autographed pucks donated by the Sharks. Um, so here are the here are the uh, here are some other things that are going on. Uh, the Sharks Library card is having a social or the Sharks excuse me the San Jose Public Library for their Sharks Library card is having a social media contest. It also begins this Monday and it'll end on the 24th. That's a Sunday. Uh, the winner will be selected at random on the 25th. And um, pretty simple way to enter: you become a public library member get your free sharks card if you're already a member remember you can replace it at no cost you take a photo at any of those library locations holding your sharks card and you tag them at san jose library on facebook or instagram and use hashtag sjpl sharks that's the acronym for san jose public library sharks you know where i'll be <laughs> on monday um so Sounds like Sharks are doing pretty good. You know, we're looking really, uh, like, we're looking to be in decent position for the stretch as we get ready for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, hopefully, Eric Carlson will be joining the team. He was one of the Sharks selected to the All-Star game, and he actually competed in the skills competition and in the exhibition game. But um, it was noted that he was obviously taking it easy. He uh, had a, a lower body injury. That kept him out of the uh, lineup for the last three games prior to the All-Star uh, break. And he may possibly miss another game. Uh, the first one, that's tonight. Hopefully he'll be out there until. But um, apparently he's uh, you know, still kind of dealing with some of that uh, injured, injury that he, uh, occurred to him. Uh, he didn't skate. He didn't skate on Friday. And um, I guess we have to wait till the coach determines whether or not he'll be uh, active. You know what, though, speaking of Carlson, it was pretty cool to see a San Jose Sharks uh, score a goal in the All-Star competition. So kudos to him. And hopefully he'll sign with us because um, his future is long uh, as well with uh, soon-to-be 40-year-old Joe Thornton and uh, Joe Pavelski. All their futures are kind of question marks leading into next season. So if there's any time to hoist the Stanley Cup, let it be this year. San Jose Sharks are currently swimming with the top eight teams in the league. 
ranked at number five right before we get this second half of the season rolling. They've played 52 games, and as I mentioned earlier, 29 victories, 16 losses, 7 overtime losses. 65 points, making us 6 points behind the division leaders, Calgary Flames, who've had the edge on us for majority of this uh, season. San Jose Sharks are 7-3 in the last 10 games. Their last game was on the 22nd against the Washington Capitals. And they scored 7-6 victory. And, you know, I, I stand corrected. If I'm not mistaken, that was the game. I mentioned Pittsburgh Penguins earlier, but it was the Washington Capitals that came and the Sharks, who were down by <laughs> a lot, came back, the Shark attack, with one second left, scoring the g- game-tying goal, and then beating the Stanley Cup champions in overtime at home. Their home, that is. Tonight, they face off against division rivalry, the division rivals, Arizona Coyotes. It's funny, I have to kind of check myself every now and then. I'm an old-time hockey fan, so I remember them as the Phoenix Coyotes. But Arizona has a nice you know, touch to it. Represent the whole state, right? The Desert Dogs are currently ranked 6th in the Pacific with 50 points in 50 games. Not looking too well for them. They are literally at 500 with a 23-23-4 record. However, don't let that fool you. In the last 10 games, they have six victories, two losses, and two overtime losses. So they've picked up a point eight out of 10 games. So 80% of the last 10 games, they got a point. They'll be tough. The Celtic Sharks are infamous for having strong starts and kind of, uh, you know, falling off a little bit toward the the end of the season so hopefully this all-star break worked in our favor and the Sharks will come on strong to hopefully wrap up the division and get ready for another Stanley Cup run trailing us by three points are the Vegas Knights they are 29 20 and 4 after 53 games, they have one game edge on us, but we have the better record. Matter of fact, um, the Vegas Knights are on a three-game losing streak, five and five in the last ten. Not looking so good. Hopefully, it continues. <laughs> oh man, you know what was kind of cool is uh, seeing other jerseys at the fan fair. We've seen fans of the Golden Knights. The Hurricanes, the Oilers, the Flames. I'm trying to think of uh, uh, the Ducks. Let me see who else was in town. I mean, the Wild. Almost every team was represented at the convention center by a fan. I personally was wearing 
one of the throwback jerseys to the Cleveland Barons that was handed out there in the Barracuda game because, you know, I kind of like that shark. A little, uh, we call him the Suter Shark, me and my uh, friends. He has a little eyepiece going on with a top hat. Pretty cool. And I was trying to, you know, mix it up. Some of the uh, pictures that were, uh, some of the pictures that we taken out there were, um, besides the NHL logo and the shark mouth, they actually had the official shark's head that the sounds like shark scale out of there. That was awesome. I've always uh, was by the inflatable one, but the real deal was pretty pretty chill. Um, they also had a locker room set up to look like you're actually in the NHL locker room, which was nice. Me and my girl got to sit next to each other and uh, take a really cool picture. They have some really cool uh, Bridgestone, like makeshift kind of uh, helmets that they're handing out for the kids. So it was nice. You know, it was just pure hockey celebration. Uh, the Stanley Cup line was well worth the wait. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> it took about two hours to move, what, like 10 feet? <laughs> but it was cool. It was cool, and it was well worth it. Everyone got a chance to get their. Um, their moment with the Stanley Cup. The only thing I wish I would see is the San Jose Sharks name etched right there on the cup. I am Aaron James Macias. Thank you all for tuning in. It's about time to go watch the Sharks hockey game. So till next week, you're listening to Saturday Bite Live. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Saturday Bite and check out our website. It's a Wix site, SaturdayBiteLive.wixsite.com forward slash bite.